The mainstream media and the Democrats pushed the Russian collusion hoax for years to try to delegitimize Donald Trump's election and to push him out or to hobble his effectiveness. Now the truth continues to emerge. The mainstream media and the Democrats won't give up the fight to incapacitate President Trump and cover up for those in the intelligence and law enforcement communities who set up General Michael Flynn and tried to deceive the Congress and the American electorate. Do you think the mainstream media and the Democrats will win? I'm Gail Trotter. I'm the host of Gail Tr of the Gail Trotter Show. I'm a liberty-loving and tyranny-hating lawyer based in your nation's capital. I aim to keep you informed, and I want to be your advocate in Washington, D.C. I have three points to share with you on recent news about criminal referrals from the Congress to the Department of Justice. My first point is that House Intelligence Committee Republicans are nearly ready to send more criminal referrals to the Department of Justice related to the Russia investigation. This is from an article that I am going to link to down below entitled Devin Nunes flashes as many as 10 criminal referrals to the Justice Department. This article is in the Washington Times. Now they sent eight criminal referrals to the Department of Justice last spring and we're waiting to see what is the progress on those. We have three separate investigations of the origins and the wrongdoings in the Crossfire Hurricane and the Russian collusion hoax investigation. Ranking member Devin Nunes, who's a congressman on the committee overseeing these criminal referrals, he says they have another five to 10 recommendations for prosecution. You might wonder, well, what exactly are the facts that give rise to these criminal referrals? Well, you might remember that we had several episodes talking about how General Flynn was set up. So that is one of the areas that this House committee is focusing on in making criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. We also learned a lot of information from Richard Grinnell, who is the acting director of the of National Intelligence. He declassified a lot of documents related to the setup of General Flynn, and that information has been reviewed by the House committee that is making these criminal referrals. Now, the declassification by Rick Grinnell showed that information was kept from Congress and that certain high-level people in the Obama administration were saying one thing under oath when they were speaking in front of Congress and they were saying something different when they were speaking in public on mainstream media cable outlets. And we see the transcripts that were released by Adam Schiff show this inconsistency between what these high-level members of the Obama administration were saying publicly and what they were saying behind closed doors but under oath, where they would be subject to perjury charges if they didn't tell the truth under oath. And Nunes, in this article, believes that the government's intelligence powers were abused in an attempted coup against Trump. Now, Devin Nunes is promising that if the Republicans win back power of control of the House, the Congress, that they will go forward with more criminal referrals. They have a list of 40 people that they want to subpoena right now, but the House Democrats are blocking the issuance of these subpoenas. 
Now, quoting from this article, Nunes said, Robert Mueller knew from the day he became special counsel in May 2017 that there was no coordination between the Trump campaign and the Kremlin. I'm also going to link down below to this other article in WND entitled Nunes, More Criminal Referrals on Obamagate to be Given to the Department of Justice. So the first point is that the House Republicans are moving. They're taking the information that they gained related to the calls that General Flynn made with Russian Ambassador Kislyak, the information related to that, the transcripts that were declassified by Rick Grinnell as one of his last uh, actions before he left that position and John Ratcliffe was confirmed by the Senate to replace him. They're taking information from that. They're taking information from the declassified witness transcripts from the House investigation into the origins of the Russia investigation. So House Republicans are doing their job of thoroughly investigating this and making criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. My second point today is that two committees in the Senate are also investigating the origins of the Russian investigation. Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Committee this committee voted subpoena powers to their chairman, Ron Johnson, who's a Republican from Wisconsin. They are going forward with their subpoena power to try and get more information about what happened in the weaponization of the intelligence and law enforcement communities against a candidate and a president that these communities, the people at the high level, did not like and did not support. So also we're seeing, as we discussed last week, that Judiciary Committee Chairman Lindsey Graham has it poised for a vote for subpoena power for the Senate Judiciary Committee this Thursday. We're going to be watching that closely, too. And Democrats, in response to all of this request for information and subpoenas, they're saying that they want to bring Mueller back to testify. Uh, Republicans, you might remember, were told that they shouldn't go after investigating this because it would impede other investigations. They were told to wait, 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 wait. They were told to wait for the results of the Mueller investigation, which landed with a big thud. There was no collusion and no obstruction and no impeachment from the Mueller report that was issued. And then they were told to wait for Michael Horowitz's IG report, Inspector General report. And then they were told to wait for the DNI to declassify important documents surrounding the Crossfire Hurricane investigation and the setup of General Flynn. Well, now is the time to act. And they have a list of their subpoena targets, including the FBI, the Department of Justice, the State Department, and 33 individuals who are involved in the Russian collusion hoax. And as this article that I'm going to link to down below, entitled In the Crosshairs, 33 Russian collusion probe witnesses who could be subpoenaed in the Senate from the website Just the News, I'm going to link to that down below. But it talks about how, given the breadth of the departments, the information they're requesting, and the people that they're looking to subpoena, that it is a wide-ranging investigation. So some of the things that they're looking for are all records related to Crossfire Hurricane and to the FISA applications, which we learn more and more about how there was 
massive abuse and omissions and a downright fabrication in the in the case of the Carter Page FISA application. So we're seeing a, a effort to go after all that information and gain understanding about what happened. Also, there's a request for any information by the State Par Department of Contacts with Christopher Steele, who you might remember as the foreign spy who came up with the dirty dossier that was completely disavowed by the main source in the dossier. And that was part of the predicate, that was the main part of the predicate for getting the FISA application warrants. And we also see a request by the Senate for uh, all the information that the Director of National Intelligence has on unmasking. And we're looking for possible witnesses of these subpoenas, including Comey, James Baker, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page, James Clapper, Brennan, Susan Rice, Bill Priestap, and I think there's going to be a real effort by the Senate to dig into the discrepancies in the public testimony by these high-level Obama officials compared to their testimony under oath when they could be subject to perjury charges if they did not tell the truth. So the reason why they would be looking at these top people is to look at these inconsistencies on what the intelligence community assessment said about possible Russian interference in the election. This intelligence community assessment was issued in 2017. There was a lot of uh, disagreement about it and controversy about it. So they're trying to go back and really understand what happened with that. And also, they want to discover who briefed Obama about General Flynn's calls with Ambassador Kislyak, because there's discrepancy about who actually briefed President Obama about those communications. There's also an effort possibly to subpoena Treasury Secretary Jacob Liu, former Treasury Secretary under Obama, Deputy Treasury Secretary Sarah Raskin, and at the Department of State, Victoria Newland, Newland Kathleen Cavillac, and Jonathan Winner, and then also possibly subpoenaing Sidney Blumenthal, and researcher Cody Shearer. Sidney Blumenthal is a Clintonista, and there's an interest in trying to see how much he was a part of the fabrication of the dirty dossier and the dissemination of it, too. So point one is that the House Republicans are going forward with making criminal referrals to the Department of Justice. Those should be issued very soon. Point two is that Senate Republicans are pushing forward with subpoenas to try and get the underlying information about what happened with the origins of the Russia probe. My third point today is about the hearing with Rod Rosenstein. We did an episode last week detailing the three best interactions between Senators Mike Lee, Ted Cruz, and Josh Hawley with Rod Rosenstein talking about how little that Rod Rosenstein really knew what was going on and how he pretty much now disavows things that he did based on information that we have now. But he was the person in charge. He should have had that information. And the fact that he didn't shows, as uh, Senator Ted Cruz said, either you were complicit or you were grossly negligent. Now, Cruz thinks that he was grossly negligent and not complicit, 
but I think the jury is still out on that. But related to that Senate hearing with Rod Rosenstein last week, I'm going to link down below to an opinion piece by Tim Graham entitled Rosenstein Testifies and Suddenly MSM Say This About Russian Collusion. This is in Fox, this is on the Fox News website. So I was unsurprised to learn from this opinion piece that the mainstream media had little to say about the hearing and about Rosenstein's testimony because it doesn't fit their narrative. It doesn't fit the narrative that they've had since the very beginning when Donald Trump beat Hillary Clinton despite the polls, despite everyone thinking that it was an impossibility. Uh, so we had this narrative constructed, and Rosenstein's testimony goes against that narrative. So remember how the mainstream media went wall-to-wall -wall coverage with the testimony of Sondland, Vindman, and all the other Ukraine kerfuffle witnesses. The media seemed to have no interest in the Rosenstein testimony or the potential coup of a duly elected president. PBS story gave the PBS gave this story 55 seconds. And according to this article by Tim Graham, ABC, CBS, and NBC ignored the hearing completely. Completely. That is just astonishing. NPR discussed it for four minutes. But it was a criticism of the senators and not of Rosenstein. And they tried to chalk up even the questioning of him as politics instead of actually trying to get to the truth in this situation. They repeatedly, this NPR article or NPR broadcast, repeatedly questioned uh, whether it was just politics that was animating this hearing and seemed to be completely incurious about the actual facts that were uncovered in this hearing. Now, the mainstream media repeatedly questioned the legitimacy of the Trump election. And as Tim Graham says, now the papers bury the story on the inside pages. And he points out that Rachel Maddow, beloved of the left and a talk show host on MSNBC, she makes the argument that these subpoenas by the Senate are designed to, quote, create an air of criminality around Vice President Biden and the whole administration in time for the election in November. I believe she is 100% wrong about that. We really want to find out what happened, what the abuses were. But more importantly, does she not see the absolute hypocrisy and contradiction of such a statement? They went wall-to-wall -wall coverage about Trump supposedly colluding with Russia, which would be essentially treasonous. They went wall-to-wall -wall with that. Talk about creating an air of criminality. That's what the mainstream media did with Rachel Maddow leading them. They have no shame about that. They have no uh, sadness. They have no remorse about that. And yet they're trying to use that argument to suppress the Republicans from getting down to the information about what happened in the Russian collusion investigation. So Republicans in the House and Senate continue to pursue their investigations into wrongdoing by the Obama administration. The mainstream media continue to excuse and defend the Obama administration, and particularly Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden. They are trying to discredit this investigation by arguing that investigating wrongdoing is political. 
They refused to cover informative hearings and developments like the Rosenstein hearing. That will not change. Republicans in the House and Senate should be praised vigorously for investigating the origins and abuses of the Russian collusion hoax. The media should be called out for being an arm of the Democrat Party and not objective, not informative, not providing important reporting for the American electorate. The Democrats should be reminded of their primary oath to the Constitution and not to their party and not to the power of their party. Let all of these stakeholders hear your thoughts. Thank you so much for joining me today. Subscribe below so you don't miss a daily episode. Hit the bell and comment down below on what topic you would like me to cover next. Thanks for listening to The Gail Trotter Show, right in D.C. Be sure to sign up for her mailing list on her website, gailtrotter.com. And also follow her on Twitter, at Gail Trotter, as well as on Facebook and Instagram. Subscribe now, it's easy. Thanks for listening. Share the truth. Share The Gail Trotter Show.